morning, good morning, welcome, welcome to our daily devotion today. Um, morning devotion, Pastor C.G. Victory Temple, Chantilly, home of the free. Broadcasting today on our Zoom ID 138-968-646. We're easily accessible on the podcast network on iTunes. You can find us there. You can find us on uh, iHeartRadio. You can find us in every network that's available on podcasting. Uh, These are words, true words from the throne of grace that enrich life and that build spiritual strength. Uh, we pray that the Lord God Almighty will continue to refresh the fresh oil in our lives and that be able to walk continuously in this journey of life so that we can obtain eternal life. Welcome again this morning, July 17th, 2020. Daily broadcast of our morning devotion, Home of the Free, word for you today. Welcome. Enjoy. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, man. Good morning, man. We thank God for another day. We give him all the glory. Hallelujah. And uh, we, we pray that the Lord will... As we have prayed that the Lord will illuminate our mind this morning by the Spirit. It will help us to be able to understand all that He has to and to, uh, you know, um, take in all that He has for all this morning Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says the word of the Lord is not grievous. The word of the Lord, Jeremiah said, I found the word of the Lord, it was sweet in my mouth, and it's a rejoicing to my soul. The word of the Lord is sweet. The Lord of the world is to prosper us, is to, is to, is to make us to inherit our, 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 our enter into our inheritance, to process us, walk in us, and make us to be what God wants us to be. Praise God. So, hello, good morning. Praise God. Hallelujah, we're here, we're here, glory. We can okay, okay, so um, let us um, uh, see what the Lord has for us today. The topic of today is saying nobody is uh, perfect. Nobody is uh, perfect. Uh, I want us to look at it from two perspectives, this world today. Um, we want to, because it's actually addressed more or less to the Christians. And when we look at it from the perspective of uh, as believers, from the perspective of believers and the all believers, we will be able to strike a balance. Because this thing is addressed by James, uh, a letter that he wrote to the body of Christ. And when we look at it from that perspective of Christians and non-Christians, then we will be able to know what God expects from us. God has expectation. The world, they have their own expectation. And we'll be able to strike a balance. Praise the Lord. So let us go to James now, um, verse 2. Uh, striving to do better is a good thing, 
but trying to have realis realistic expectations. Everything in life, is it black or white? There are great areas and some in between. Everything can be perfect all the time. Okay, praise God. So, the, I, I, like I say, we are going to look at it from the perspective of uh, Christianity and the other side. We know that actually that nobody is perfect. Even among us, we are not perfect. But we know what God expects from us. We have flaws. We have limitations. We have our shortcoming. So bearing that in mind, now, but we also know what God expects. And even as we read James 2, uh, 3, I want to just, let us just read James 3. We'll come back to this uh, write-up that we are reading. But let's just read James 3, verse 2. For in, in many things we offend If any man offend not in word, the same is perfect. They say it's a perfect body. So let's have that in mind as we read them. Everything can be perfect all the time, and everything is it horrible all the time. Deciding to skip a meeting or a social event because you are running five minutes late or having a blemish on your face or canceling an entire trip because a flight is delayed or feeling like a, a terrible human being over one innocent mistake is something referred to as polarizing. Yes. So what is this place telling us here? Is telling us that one, we are not perfect. Fine, it's true. And the people that we are dealing with, people are the evil in Christendom, they are not also perfect. The unregenerated humanity outside there that are not Christian, they are not perfect. So we must be able to strike a balance. We must not. We must also be patient with ourselves because there is a tendency for, like Sammy say, I fall several times, I rise several times. There is a tendency for us not to be patient with ourselves. You cannot say because, we cannot say because, you know, you have an important meeting to attend and because there is a delay in flight, you know, you will not, or maybe you are just not feeling okay. You are not just feeling good. And you will not just cancel it. We, no, we are giving example. These are practical things that can happen. Then you will not cancel the trip that you are not going again just because of that. No, that means we are not patient with ourselves. God, we must know that, like I always say, we are work in progress. We must create allowance for mistakes from other people. We must also 
provide, make allowance for our health. We must know that we have our limitations. We have our weaknesses. But we must also bear in mind God's intentions, God's expectations. We are not of the world. We must also be able to know that, take that position of strength, that position that I must be perfect. Even though we have flaws, even though we fall, we rise, we make mistakes, but God is working in us. We are created unto good works through Christ. We are his workmanship. He is the, the potter we are declared. So he's working in us. Remember what God said in Genesis 1.26. Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. So that original purpose of God that was aborted by Adam, so to say, and, the, uh, and Christ came to reconcile us back to God. Where we are born again, we are regenerated, our spirit man is quickened. So a new creation, we are no longer the old Adam, that Adam nature in us. So we are, as we partake of the life of Christ, it is towards perfection. We must have that one in mind that the purpose of God cannot be aborted. He said we must be like him. We are created in his image and likeness. Remember, everything that God created were created after their likeness. The tree after its likeness. The fish after its likeness. God created us after his likeness. So we must take that position of strength. You remember, I said we are going to look at it from two perspectives. From the perspective of Christianity, we as believers, and from the other side, the people that we are dealing with the originated that are not born again. And we must also know what God expects from us. And we must also know our goal, where we are going. The Bible says, nothing that defileth shall enter. Mm. We must arm ourselves with this. Even yes. though I have my flaws, even though I have my limitations, even mm. though I fall, I must rise. Trusting God for grace. Mm. Trusting God for grace to do the things that he expects from to come into that estate of life, mm. having the fullness of the life of Jesus. Yes. In, in the Old Testament, it, the people were to inherit a physical land. Mm. They were to inherit the land of Canaan. They were to, and that was their possession. They were to possess it. But in the New Testament, Jesus is our inheritance. How mm. is Jesus our inheritance? Mm. The life of Christ has to be worked in us. Mm. Christ has immortality and life, mm. eternal life. This mortal, our mortal body, must put on immortality, must take on incorruptibility. Mm. This is the program of God. Mm. So there is no way we can say, yeah, for now we can say we are not perfect. But the expectation of God, the activities of God, every day we come to listen to the word of God, 
every day we are sharing on this platform, the pastor is laboring day and night. Why? To build us up. Mm. To bring us into that ultimate goal of God to be perfect. I want mm. us to arm ourselves with that as we read on. Then um, I'm now in a, this leads to frustration and negativity. To maintain your job. So I don't know where I am. Now. Yeah, to maintain your joy. In okay, life. a negativity. To maintain your joy in life, you must accept that you won't be perfect all the time. Yes, we cannot be perfect all the time because we are still work in progress, but we are going to be perfect ultimately. That is the mind of God. I must see myself in that position and walk towards it. I cannot be falling and falling and falling. Oh, nobody is perfect. No, that is not the mind of God. When we continue like that, a time comes that we will keep the robe of righteousness that God has clothed all with. We keep washing, 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 and it gets on, washing, washing. No. Remember, Pastor prayed one prayer. I mean, when he was ministering the other day, that we, we should pray to God that we shall not be replaced. When we keep falling and rising, we are not Roman Catholic. I'm sorry if there is any Roman Catholic on the line. We are not Roman Catholic that go for everyday confession every Sunday. They go for confession and go back to the same thing. No, it is no. That is not the mind of God. Hallelujah. God will help us and build us up in the name of Jesus. Amen. When you expect perfection from life, you tend to expect the same from other people. We mm. must make allowance. Mm. We must know that the people we are dealing with, we may even know more than them. That allowance must be created. Yes. Mm. Even ourselves, we must, we, must be, we, must, we must be patient with ourselves. We must not be discouraged. We must not be dismayed. Because our high priest is there. The Bible says that we do not have a high priest that is not touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Infirmities, yeah. He is touched with the feeling because he, come, he was a complete man. Mm. He came in flesh and blood. He passed through all that we are passing through. He, knew, he knows it all. And he knows how to render help to us. When we are determined to, to please him, we are determined to live for him. And we begin to have experiences that are not okay. He knows how to come in. He knows how to meet with us. He knows how to help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Then, then it's, uh, and that kind of realistic thinking not only meets with a great deal of disappointment where your expectations are at me. It puts unbearable pressure on the people you, uh, you care about and can eventually destroy those relationships. Why not give people a break and stop demanding something from them that they have no ability to give you? The Apostle uh, James said, we all stumble for offend in many things. So it is very important, my brethren, that when we are placed in a place of authority, we have people under us, we must be careful the way we deal with them. We don't have to expect 100% a, 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 a perfection or whatever, even with ourselves, even as husband, even as wife, even as children, you know, we must have that mind that where, you know, every person has so limitations and weaknesses that we are not perfect. 
So when we are dealing, when, when, when we have that at the back of our mind, then we are able to keep relationship going. We are not to destroy relationship because God is also mindful of the way we handle relationship. Mm. Not just husband and wife alone. Mm. That your friend in the office, the way you deal with him or her. Yes. That your that your that person in your in your family, mm. your sister in law, your mother in law, your brother in law, mm. that your friend that offends you. So God is also looking at you, how your attitude, your reactions. Mm. Are you going to be keeping malice? Are you going to keep the person away? Are you going to you know do me? I do you. God not diverse. God diverse. All those things, God is watching. It's also mine. So we must be patient with people. God, because God is patient with us. If, if you look at uh, 2 Peter chapter 3, you see that the Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promise. If you 2 Peter 3, 9, he said he's patient, very long, very long with, with the believer and the unbeliever that they might be saved. Because it's not his desire for anyone to die. God be alone with us. And one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is patience and love suffering. That spirit, God wants to walk it in us. Mm. Spirit of love suffering. So we must be able to bear with others in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So because there is a tendency to put pressure on people. And you find that even, even if there is a possibility of the person, you, you've been able to speak to the person, uh, the word of, uh, you know, leading the person to cry, telling him about the gospel. But because of the pressure, because of your impatience, because of uh, offenses, you will not be able. Mm. It's like, uh -uh. <laughs> what is he talking about? You speaking mm. to me, you know? So we must be careful of what we do. Yes. So, now, just part of the human experience and uh, relax, where something was supposed to come before now, but it's okay. Then the question is, in what? Okay, go back. Okay. So the apostle then stumble, fall, offend in many things. So if we all make mistakes and we do, learn to accept that it is just part of the human experience. That is for the unbelievers. We are not going to accept what we know. It cannot go with us into the kingdom. Mm. We make mistakes, yes. We fall, yes. We, we have to rise. Mm. We have to receive grace to resist every appearance of evil. Mm. You know, like, like that day, a few days ago, I was telling us about my experience that there was a way, there was something I was doing which I cannot stay here now because, you know, I don't know, you know, whatever you see, it goes here and there, you know, I'm working with people. So there is something that has to do. Okay, let me even just brief it. There may be food. I will just say, maybe we'll fry chicken. I will just take more than what I should take. Mm. Or you just, a particular food I like, I will take more than what I should take mm. because I'm in charge. So, but my mind was telling me, but why? Why am I doing this? I say, I say, is this one not small, small stealing so stealing in, in a style, you know? Mm. So my then her, a voice came to me. I chose out the brethren, call them it. You are justified. <laughs> I was not satisfied. I asked God. I prayed. Then I saw myself wearing a, a dress spotted. So we we God cannot take it. No, 
he is only bear, very long with us. He's patient with us. The, the ultimate desire and expression of God is for us to be perfect. Be you holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Yes. So, in what, uh, in what specific way do you need to be more accepting of the imperfect area in your life or in the way someone else imperfect area affects you? And before you answer, think mm. about it. Love is patient. Mm. Love is kind. Mm. That is it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to other people out there. Be patient with them. But know what God expects from you. There, there, there's a place in the Bible, Genesis 17, verse 1. God spoke to Abraham. He said, be you perfect before me. Walk and be you perfect. Read the Genesis 17. But we know that Abraham made mistakes. Abraham lied about his wife. After that experience, he lied and told Sarah, anywhere we go, tell them that, that you are my sister. You know, but we know that Abraham obeyed God. He feared God. He loved God. So, so that is where that aspect of no one is perfect com comes in. But we must strive to please God. We must strive to live and enter into our inheritance. For us to enter into our inheritance, for us to inherit eternal life that Jesus shared his blood for? No. We cannot throw it under our feet, the blood of Jesus. We cannot continue to crucify the Son of God afresh every day. Because when we know what, it, what God expects from us, we are not doing it. When we know we keep seeing committing things and going back for repentance every day, we are crucifying the Son of God afresh. So your perfection, you must be perfect and must be perfect. But we are work. We are work in progress. We must be patient with ourselves, but know your target. Know what we expect from you is perfection. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, my sister. Wow. This, um, this is powerful this morning. Um, um, thank you, Sister Bridget. I think it's very important that we made it real clear to, to ourselves that you know, look at it to say, okay, we're talking about um, nobody's perfect, but at the same time, we expect God is expecting perfection. Um, I don't want us to uh, be confused about it. What we are trying to get here is that you're still a handy walk in the end of God. Um, it's expecting that perfection, not in your own strength, not in your own ability, but in your submission to him. Because when the Bible says that submit to me, Amen. Uh, and I will resist the devil, mm. devil on your behalf, it's not talking about what you do to try and make that perfection. It's how you allow him to walk his perfection in you without you injecting your own experience, injecting your own understanding, and trying to compromise his Amen. work that he has already done on the cross. 
Because what normally happens in our lives is because of a little understanding that we know about him. Uh, we tend to want to take advantage of those little knowledge that we have, not allowing him to functionally do what he needs to do. In mm. our submission to him, he can walk us to the perfection. Uh, Abraham walked on his own. He used his own intellect. He used his own experience when he went into Egypt and tell them, uh, he understand that, yes, truly, truly, uh, Sarah was his uh, cousin. Sarah was his sister. So he think he can just use that word of God to say, yes, Sarah is my sister, not knowing mm. that, yes, that we know the truth. But the truth of the matter is that she's your wife. Mm. So a little knowledge that we have in the word of God, we tend to want to hide behind it to mm. cover our imperfection. And because we are behind it to cover our imperfection, God is not able to do his work of perfection. That's mm. why he told Abraham, that said, listen, don't do it on your own. Walk with me, walk before me, and I will make that perfection happen. Um, mm. we, we, we use an analogy that I think I find very interesting, that most of the time we fall and we say, God, understand. Why do you keep falling? When the, the, the Yoruba says, when a child falls, he look forward, who's going to pick them down? But when they adult fall, they look back. What make me fall? What make me fall? Why do you keep falling? Why do you keep making the same mistake and think that, okay, it's okay? God is saying, yeah, it's okay. I'm patient with you. But I needed to change that area. But at the same time, we're looking at, okay, nobody's perfect. That is the question of today. We are not perfect. We're not supposed to condemn another, each other. We're not supposed to look at the limitation of others and take advantage of it. We're not supposed to look at the strength of others and capitalize on it. We're supposed to love genuinely. We're Amen. supposed to care genuinely. And Amen. we're supposed to use what God says in his word to try and live that life to perfection. And Amen. God will help us. James Amen. said, we all stumble at a point in our life. Nobody is without fault. We all have shortcomings. Yeah. But our shortcomings is an opportunity for God to be glorified if we allow him to walk in us. That's Amen. what we're looking at. And we're not talking about nobody's perfect. Imperfection is in every area of our life. But we need to submit it to God and stop fighting it. The reason why we are still struggling it's because we're still fighting it. We have not taken it to the one that can make us perfect. Mm -hmm. My prayer this morning is that we will surrender to him. Mm -hmm. I would say, submit yourself to God and resist the devil. And mm -hmm. then the devil will flee. All those areas of imperfection in our life, if we submit it to God, devil can kick those imperfections out. God can kick those imperfections out. Devil will flee away from us if we submit it to God. There is nothing that you do outside of God that is perfect. Can I repeat that? There is nothing that you do outside of Christ, outside of cross, that is perfect. No. We are doing, if you keep on doing anything outside of Christ, you're imperfect. Yeah. The Bible says, the psalmist said, uh, lead me not into the prayer of Jesus Christ that he said, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Who is leading you? Who is leading you? Who is leading you? Because if he's leading you, 
you are mm. not going to be leading to a place of imperfection. Amen. And Amen. it will be able to deliver you from that evil that may be trying to launch you into doing something Amen. that is wrong. I pray as mm. I submit to him so he can lead us right in the mighty name of Jesus. That's my Amen. little contribution, Sister Bridget. Thank you very much. It, it, it's, uh, Pastor, it's not little at all. Even, even as we were just ministry, I was just also be I'm just also so be blessed because there's something you said because the perfection that we are talking about is for us to submit to God, submit, obey His word. He is the one that will work it in us. You know, that's what you have said, and I'm really so blessed because it is not by power, it is not by mind. The more we try to do it with our human effort, the more we fail. But if we see Jesus with his finished, the finished work yes, yes. upon the cross, yes. that he is able to breathe me, yes. to make me what he wants me to be, yes. then we are on the right lane. Yes. And that's what you have just said, Pastor. Yes. Thank you so much for the light that you have thrown on it. Uh, anything we do outside Christ is not accepted with God. So Christ must always, we must see, have faith in the finished work and say, Lord Jesus, it's you that will do it in my life. Praise God. I believe we have many people in the house today that will still want to contribute. So the floor is still open for contributions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, I just want to chip in some things. Uh, when I was reading through this uh the devotional thing, something yeah. that came in my mind, you know, like, why are we human beings, you know, putting on just a robe that God has not put on us? Mm. Mm. Why are we looking onto others? Why are we looking at others' progress? Mm. All because of material things. Mm. When the Bible said that our treasure is in heaven, mm. you know, the Bible said our treasure is in heaven. God has already given us something that he, God, knows that, oh, with this life I have given to you, go out and progress. Go out and do good. Now, because you now came into the world, you want to be perfect. To be perfect than who? Than God. Why are you trying to put something like be perfect and then at the end of the whole thing, there is no perfect. It's all <laughs> going to turn into negativity. Yes. It's yes. going to turn into negativity. You have that glorious robe on you. Mm. Then you put it away because you are looking at another person's life. That is not mm. your own life. Mm. Mm. not our life. Mm. It's not our life. All these things, if you are not perfect and you are trying to be perfect, it will bring a lot of things because you are just disguising, telling people what you are not. Then you, you a lot of things will happen under that. Negative things. You put yourself in trouble, number one. You have stress, a lot of stress doing all that. Mm. You don't put your mind at rest because you are looking at onto other people to progress. You're doing a wrong thing, wasted effort. 
some people they will be first my friend had a very big house ah i will do this i will do that they will start doing that thing and a lot of all those things like that and it won't come out good because at the end of the day they're going to leave that house and go who are you who are you building the house for the kids are not going to live there mm. they are not going to live there <laughs> and i went home the last time there was a very mighty house around my place the house is still there we've never seen anybody living in that place mm. mighty is now a hidden place for the thieves mm. it's a hidden place why are we wasting our time why not focus on god submit to god that is what the bible told us that we should submit to god why are we worrying when your treasure is in heaven and the treasure there is in your in your heart. He said, your treasure, you should not worry of anything. Don't think of what you will drink. He made examples of everything, boss, lilies of the earth and all those things. He said, is your life more important than all those things? Or than food that you want to eat or the clothes you want to put on is your life more important than that mm -hmm. and he called us uh, people of little faith <laughs> that means we have like you know we need to have that faith build that life that god has given us build it onto our to, to have faith in him we need to go back to god you should have faith in him. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Have that faith in him, that God is there. He has made me. He's going to do this for me. He has promised. Why? Because people are not reading Bible to see all those Google things that are there. <laughs> we should go back to God and wait for that time, our own time. Wait for your set time. We should not be running all about for what is not necessary. Put on the glorious robe that God has given to you and keep running the race to get to that kingdom. There is this guy, I always listen to him. I don't know how, how, how to put it in this thing. But we sing that anytime, come back home. Let's come back home. The Lord will help us. When we're running after perfect, we, it's not going to be perfect if it is not from God. Mm. We end up in negativity. That's mm. my own contribution. Mm. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister Pat. Uh, we, we thank God for that contribution because one thing that you hammer on that I really so much appreciate is having faith in God. Because when we have faith in God, really, all these agitations, offenses will not be there. Because we mm. know that ultimately, God is there for us. No matter what it is now, you know, God is going to help me out. God is going to perfect his work in me, you know, in us. So we don't have to, to be agitated, you know. We, don't, we should not be, be trying to be like another person. Because in trying to do that, you find that you stumble, you will not be patient with yourself, you are irritated and all. Thank you, sister. God bless you. I believe that I see another person that will want to contribute. Good morning. 
my contribution or the part I'll be picking it from is we all as human beings want a perfect life, a perfect family, a perfect home, perfect job, you know, everything perfect. But over the years, we have seen that perfection is in Christ. Yes. And when we look at those movies, we watch movies and they look so good. But one thing you realize is there was so much hours of practices they put into it before it got to that point. Mm. So in the process, in our lives, as we act on a daily basis, you know, you know, we deal with people, there are times when we mean well, and even what we're about to say, they are right, or it came out wrong. That's part of imperfection. Mm-hmm. There are times when we, at the time we are making a decision, everything looks great, perfect, mm-hmm. and everything. Yes. And a few seconds after we made the decision, we're like, whoa, what was mm-hmm. I thinking about? Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yes. There were times when we are convinced that God is telling us, move forward. Mm-hmm. We're convinced that, no, move forward. Mm-hmm. We made the step, and it came out the way we're not expecting it to be. I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa. Did I hear God right? Mm. And I can always tell you that if God said you should move forward, he meant it. So even if the, the result is not the way we expected it, mm. we asked God to ask him that, okay, why did you ask me to make this step? Yeah. So, and the way I'll put this is stop dwelling in your errors. Learn the lesson you need to learn from it and move forward. Mm. Move on. Your mm. error will always, God's expectation is that whatever mistakes, whatever imperfection that we have, He doesn't want us to dwell in it. Mm. There are so many people that have so many challenges. Mm. In fact, there are some choristers or singers that we know today that naturally they are shy. Mm. There are people that they like the industry, they don't like being on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But today, we all know that. They've made their mistakes, but mm-hmm. they have not dwelled in their errors. Mm-hmm. They have not dwelled in their weakness. They've not allowed their weakness to tie them down. Mm-hmm. They go free and do the opposite of what is expected of them, which is just sit down, they know this is your personality, accept it, and just be like that. But they have found a way to walk around it and made it their strength. Mm. Likewise, every one of us, that thing that is in our lives that seems to want to stop even God to act in our lives. Like Pastor has been praying lately that whatever is in our lives that will not allow God to move, that the Lord should take it away. Amen. Now, those are the things that we want to make us feel like we are not up to, we are not good mm. enough. Look at this mm. error in my life. Look at that error in my life. Look at this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not up to it. Mm. I've made these mistakes. I've said things I'm not supposed to say. 
I have done things I'm not supposed to do. Yes, God knows. Mm. Either that. And they're still interested in you and I. Yes, yes. <laughs> My message today, today is stop dwelling in your errors. Mm. Stop dwelling in your weaknesses. Stop mm. dwelling in your mistakes that you've made. Mm. Myself as well. And let mm. God have his full access to your life. And you'll be surprised what mm. you come up see before i hand over to pastor there's something i want to just say that uh, sam just said now no brassman was talking about the fact that sometimes we do certain things by the time we are doing we think that it's going to come out beautifully at the end of the day we see that uh, we just say uh, nothing comes out of it <laughs> i just remember the experience i've had in the ball of Time when I lost my job, I put in my mind just, I didn't even take out time to wait on the Lord to know what next. My mind was just busy. This business, that business, this business. I put in the whole money <laughs> that I had. Everything flopped. I didn't get a result. I said, my God. That's one of the things here I just said, really. Because it has to be God. There are things we think that, oh, it's so good. And the flesh will give us a very fantastic picture. You know, at the end of the day, it ends up not a concert of it. Mm. So I, I really, really, um, you know, appreciate that contribution. So, Pastor, if there is no other person, I'm handing over to Pastor to, to take over. <laughs> I'm sure that there's somebody yeah, have another contribution. Sister Patricia. Okay, okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> That's uh, I just want to build more on what Brother Sam said because it just opened my brain now. Like <laughs> you know, when you you are you say you are in God and you hear the voice that say move forward uh, or you know you hear that voice quite all right, but did you really hear the voice? You have to search yourself. What is your relationship with God? Because some people, they hear the voice like, if God says, take care of your clothes, you don't know the meaning of that. Because God will always speak in parables to those yes. who think they can hear. Take care of your clothes. Yes. You see some people, they will build their wardrobes full of clothes, full of all these <laughs> guns. And they will not even put on one of it in one day. They will just pile the thing there. But your clothes is there that you have to take care of. Build a beautiful house. For, for, for the Lord, but they will keep mm. on building houses on water, on this, on that. What mm. is it at the end? May mm. we hear God's voice. May we pray that Amen. God, our ears, to hear Him well. I'm close to Him. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank, Amen. You. Thank you, Sister Rosalind. Uh, the floor is yours, man. Go ahead, Sister Rosalind. Thank you, sir. Um, I just wanted to put a little contribution that came to my mind when um, um, during the presentation and all the um, contributions. I think um, David kept coming to my mind during you know, the whole reading and how God referred to David as a man after his own heart, mm -hmm. despite all the flaws he had, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, despite everything he did, you know, mm -hmm. David was still referred as the man after God's heart. I think what mm -hmm. I got from that relating to this is as human, 
he showed that we might not, you know, God wants us to be perfect and every day mm. we strive towards becoming perfect. But even the same scripture says that even our all, all our righteousness, right, is right. still like a filthy rag before mm. God. We mm. can try as humans, but like Pastor said, you know, our perfection is in Christ. And I just wanted to, um, I think there was a day we talked about this too, how sometimes we feel condemned, we are condemned as Christians, maybe because we're not living up to some expectations and some other things, or maybe we're guilty of thinking we're rising and falling. Mm-hmm. I totally, you know, don't agree with rising and falling and all that. But I feel like as we develop in our lives, there is a level of expectation that you might not be rising and falling on the same thing, but there is a reason. For example, when we do the morning prayers, most times we ask for forgiveness of sins. It's probably not because we lied. It's probably not because we stole, but because there's an expectation as Christians. That was why when Jesus himself taught us how to pray, yeah. he taught us to ask for forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness, yeah. Not because we should rest in the same sin every day, mm-hmm. but because there are some expectations. Like a few weeks ago, God laid something in my heart. He said, plant the seed this week. Mm-hmm. I didn't plant it until like three weeks after that. It wasn't mm-hmm. because I didn't have the seed, but because I just kept... You know, after like three weeks, I had to ask for forgiveness. Like, God, I'm sorry, and I have to do it. Mm. You know, I feel like to me, for me at that time, it is a sin because I did not obey. That doesn't mean I didn't do some other sins, but I feel like there's a reason for us to like always reevaluate. There will be a reason for us to always confess every day because even no matter how righteous we feel like we are, we still have some unrighteousness because we, we, we're trying to be perfect in Christ, mm-hmm. but we are not. And I just want to encourage that as Christians, we should still realize that, that we are human, we, but we have God's grace available for us. Mm-hmm. And that even when we see other Christians too, that might be showing some signs of imperfection. The last verse or the last page of what we read, right? After that question, he said we should remember to love. Mm-hmm. You know, we should correct people in love. By the time we walk around as if we are the Holy Spirit, <laughs> when the only day that we show that weakness in our life, even people will not be able to show us mercy because we've set a standard. Mm. We've set an expectation that might not even be realistic. You know, mm. depending on our own holiness, depending mm. on our own self-righteousness, mm. whereas everything is still in Christ. So mm. just, you know, the love and... I just pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Thank you. Powerful contribution, everybody, this morning. Thank you, Sir Bridget, for leading me. Thank you. Mom. Thank you. Thank you, Brassam. Thank you, Sister Rosalind. It's, uh, it's, you see, when we're talking about perfection, we don't have any perfection of our own. Um, we're perfect in him. It is our righteousness. Like my sister said, at a certain expectation, that when we become born again, the level of our understanding increases every day. Our knowledge about him increases every day. Then there are certain things that we don't consider to be things that the world does that we don't do anymore. But there is an expectation Mm. of our relationship with him. Mm. How close is it? That's the expectation Mm. that she's referring to. It's not Mm -hmm. referring to you doing things here and there. It's referring Mm. to how is your mind communicating with the Holy Spirit. How are you listening to when he speaks and you take action immediately? I have found myself in that same situation that God will say, ooh, do this. And I will hear it clearly. And I was about to go do it. I get distracted. 
And because my relationship has not grabbed on that grace to say, yeah, do this, do it right away. I get distracted. And by the time I want to go and do it, somebody else jump into it and get it done. Oh, my God. So because we are insensitive to his, his speaking sometimes, we don't do what he asks us. So Sister Patricia said, when God speaks, he speaks in parable. Yes. And he speaks very clearly sometimes. He said, take care of your clothes. He didn't tell you to go and build your closet. We're mm. talking about the difference between the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God. The kingdom mm. of this world, look at the external operation that you have, external things that you have to offer. But mm. the kingdom of God, look at the inside word. Mm. What you have inside of you to act mm. upon. Mm. Where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. Mm. But Sam said it clearly that, listen, because you did not achieve what God told you to do, doesn't mean God is not God. He is yeah. still God. Amen. What you need to do is find out what mm. am I doing? Mm. God, you told me to go on this road. Did the children of Israel, you think that they didn't obey God? They hear God say, get out of Egypt. But when they get to the wilderness, they get challenges. They get frustrated. Mm. What posting does is that when we start not listening clearly, following him and surrender to him, Things mm. become so cloudy. Mm. It's in our surrendering to him. Jesus said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is an orderliness in heaven. There is a joy in heaven. There is a peace in heaven. And for his children on the face of the earth, he wants the same thing to happen to them. Mm. He wants the same thing to happen to us on here. It doesn't have to be there. But what do we value most? Is it the satisfaction of the flesh or the building of the spirit? Amen. What do we value most? That is the question this morning. Mm -hmm. The imperfection area that we struggle with most is inside. And if we can get it renewed, like, like Romans 12 to say, don't be confounded to the things that on the external, but mm. be ye transformed from the inside. Mm. And the thing of the external will become irrelevant because the one that lives in you is bigger than the things on the outside. Amen. So we will be able to walk closely, perfectly with him. I pray this morning. I mean, this is, this is very powerful. We are not condemning anybody. And everybody mm. knows what is right to do. Everybody mm. try to do the right thing. Believe you me, every mm. one of us are children of God. We want to do the right thing. Mm. It is the devil that goes around with like a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. But if mm. you're not on God's side, then you're vulnerable to be devoured. Mm. Bible says submit yourself to God. Then you can resist him. When you are not in submission to God, then you are prey in the end of the devil. So constantly, our mind must be, God, where are you? Before I take a step, where are you? Before I speak, where are you? Holy Spirit, don't leave me. Holy Spirit, where are you? That is the constant mind that we need to have because the love is the one that makes you perfect. It's that love of God in you that brings that perfection of Christ. And God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining this morning. I pray Amen. that the Lord that we are serving, we will not fail him. And Amen. that he himself will never fail. And he will Amen. take us to that place of perfection, which Amen. is God.
eternal home in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And he asks us, what have you done with what I've given you? Every one of us that's hearing this message today, we, we go back and say, Lord, I have an abundance of things that you have given me. This is Amen. the reward that I've brought. This is Amen. what I have. And then we pat you on the back and say, yes, perfect and good servant. That's what each and every one of us will get as our reward in the name of Jesus. Amen. Rosalind, if you're still on the line, can you pray for us? Has somebody has anything else? I see mommy muted. Unmute herself. Does she want to say something? Um, I try to talk, but it seems that I don't have that enough time anymore. I have to okay. go back. I'm sorry. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for feeding us again at your feet. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father, for revealing yourself unto us and for teaching Amen. us how uh -huh. to live a better life, ultimately mm. towards achieving our goals. Amen. Living eternally with you. We thank you, mm. Jesus. Thank you because we are not condemned today. Yes. But thank yes. you, Amen. Father, because our hearts are renewed. Yes. Our sensitivity is enlightened, O Lord, Father, and uh, we to know you the more. Thank mm. you for everyone that has contributed. Thank you because you've spoken, O Lord. We pray, Father, for the grace to be the doers, O Lord. Father, we don't just want to keep mounting things mm. and just, you know, putting on theologies and knowing mm. stuff, O Father, so that mm. every day of our life that we reflect those words, that Amen. our life will be closer to perfect like you want it to be. Amen. Father, you Amen. give us the grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we pray that the grace to love others, O oh Lord, the grace to see you in everything mm. around us, the grace to mm. see you in everybody, God, mm. the grace to strive for everyone and pull people along with us, with our lives, with the light mm. in us, in our deeds, we pray you give unto us in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Father, and we pray for the grace to live in holiness and in righteousness. As we mm. heard this morning, God, it's only in you. Our mm. human strengths cannot do it. Our determination mm cannot do it. Our mm. resolutions every year cannot do it. So Lord, but we no. lean on to you. Father, mm. for every imperfection in us, we pray for the grace to live a life worthy of your calling, a life yeah. only and acceptable unto you. Yeah. To us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for the person you've used to bless our heart this morning. Thank you for everyone that has ministered. We pray for more of you, more Amen. of your knowledge, more of Amen. your understanding, and more of your spirit upon everyone in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Can we share the grace? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. And the, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now forever and forevermore. Amen. Surely the Lord's goodness and mercy does follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And the one the Lord has blessed. This morning, please uh, get the podcast coming out. Please share with friends and family. I'm sure people will be blessed by this contribution this morning. God bless mm -hmm. you all. Have a blessed day. And you too, Pastor. Bye bye. Thank Have you. God bless everybody. Amen.